Today's episode is sponsored by the Como Club. With the holidays right around the corner or the next big occasion, it's time to start thinking about gifts. What do you give to the person who has everything? This year, give them an experience that they will remember forever. Murder at the French Farmhouse is a one-of-a-kind murder mystery game created by Como. This premium game transforms dinner parties into thrilling, immersive experiences that people will remember for years. Visit thecomoclub.com and use promo code PODCAST to get 15% off your order today. Welcome to the Como Factor Podcast, where the conversations are authentic, the stories are inspirational, and people-centric transformation is always on the agenda. I'm your host, Christine Strobush. And I'm Sonal Trevetti. Listeners, today's episode is one of a kind. Our special guest, Tori Como, has a full circle transformation story that will touch the hearts of parents everywhere. Tori has been practicing as a nurse practitioner for 13 years. She began her career in healthcare in 2002 as a registered respiratory therapist in the Neonatal Intensive Care Unit, or NICU. She has primarily focused her career in pediatrics. Tori enjoys working with newborns and helping mothers to breastfeed. As a wife and mother of two amazing boys, Tori understands the unique challenges faced by so many families today. She started Little Lambs Pediatric Consulting to help parents better understand their child's health care needs and to be available to a larger population. She is available in 38 U.S. states. She feels proper knowledge and education can help our children heal and stay healthy. She is also passionate about helping parents of special needs children and being a support to them. Welcome to the Como Factor podcast, Tori. Thank you for having me. We, we are so excited, but you know, before we get in, it's not lost on us and probably not lost on our listeners that you are the very first guest we've ever had whose n- last name is pronounced Como. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you're, you're meant to be on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> so Tori, if your life story were published in a book what would the book title be? And maybe what would the book cover say? Unexpected Blessings. Ooh. Ooh. Can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah. I would just say that my life has, I'm very blessed. I have many blessings and things have not turned out the way I planned. I'm very much a planner and just looking at my life and living in Dallas, Texas, um, yeah, a lot of these things were not in my plan and they were in God's plan. So that's, that's where I come up with that. I like it. It's beautiful. All right. So, so Tori, could you share with us? I mean, you've obviously, you've accomplished a lot and we'll be talking a little bit about that in this episode. Um, so that will be looking backwards, but as we look forward just a little bit, could you share with us some of the life goals that you have in front of you today? Yeah. So going forward, I'm a mom. I have two boys. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner and 
I would say just to continue raising my boys to be good, strong, godly men. Um, and then professionally to just continue to help people, to continue to be a light and to be able to help other people medically in their journey, parenting and their child's healthcare journey. Um, it's just to continue helping and, and reaching others. It's really beautiful. And I can just tell, and I'm sure our listeners can as well, that you just have this, this heart of, of giving. And, and I can just hear that in your, uh, in your answer. So I really love that. And uh, so, yeah. So, so Tori, I'd like to dive in a little bit on your personal transformation journey. You know, we all have, we all have stories and I'm wondering if you'd be willing to share with us, maybe one of your personal transformation story, something that really, you know, changed the trajectory of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say becoming a mother um, definitely has changed my trajectory completely. Um, and, and I think most mothers can say that that's the case too, but not only did it change mine personally, it also changed it professionally. As I said, I'm a nurse practitioner. I have been in healthcare for 21 years and I started out my career young. I went from high school straight on to college and knew I wanted to go into healthcare, but wasn't quite sure of the avenue. And I um, first became a respiratory therapist and practiced in neonatal ICU um, with premature babies and knew I always wanted to do that. Um, and then after practicing for a little bit, I knew I wanted to become a registered nurse. And then after doing that for a few years, um, I was in the neonatal ICU at Arkansas Children's there. I knew that I wanted to eventually become a nurse practitioner. And so that was my goal. And I had it all laid out. I did everything according to plan. And then my goal after that was to become a mom. And I've been married for 18 years to my husband, Nathan. And so we became parents in 2011. And lo and behold, uh, having been a NICU nurse for eight years, respiratory therapist, I had a premature baby. And so that kind of, um, that trajectory just changed my perspective. It changed my outlook. It changed my outlook on life. It changed my outlook on my practice and how I respond to other parents that go through challenges. And having been a neonatal ICU, ICU nurse for so long, I had never experienced it on that side. So I would say his birth, um, he came early at 33 weeks and um, he had some trauma. He's doing great now, he's 12. But um, I would say that definitely um, changed me, changed how I practice, changed how I help others, changed how I view things. Um, so I would say definitely Caleb changed that for me. Wow, that's... It's ironic, and I, I can hear you, you know, saying your life story would be unexpected blessings, and obviously what you've just described was was clearly unexpected, but mm -hmm. you came in some respects, I would say, probably more equipped than a lot of parents who've gone through that yeah. because you've been on the other side. So what was that like? Like, you're, you're used to being a, a nurse, and now you're the patient. Yeah, um, it was challenging, to say the least, because... Never did I expect um, that to happen to me. I always knew that it was a possibility of having a premature baby. I was born prematurely at 32 weeks. Um, so I always knew it was a possibility, but for me, I was really positive and my husband was really, nope, we're not going down that road. That's not going to happen to us. And then when it did happen to us, it was scary because I knew too much. 
Um, and, you know, having a premature baby, I mean, a lot of people do, a lot of people go through it and they have babies that born at, you know, 32, 33, 34 weeks and they do great. Um, the challenge for us was I went through some trauma with him during birth and that's what changed it all. That's what made the difference. And so I would say it definitely was scary. I knew too much. And, um, and then I was able to really relate at that point to families that I had cared for previously and understand really where they were coming from. So that's, uh, you know, I've never, I've never been there. Obviously I'm not in the medical industry, but I could imagine in this case, you know, knowledge is power, but maybe not in, in the best way. Like you said, you, you knew too much. So you, you, you understood, um, maybe more than, than the average patient. Right. So, right. so what I'm hearing here is, you know, you had a, you had a pretty clear vision of what you wanted to do for your career, then you have this personal experience. Your son is born early. How did that give you clarity of the of the path after that? How did your how did you evolve or or transform after that experience? So when I had Caleb, I was um, a new nurse practitioner at the time, and I was practicing in a small family practice in Arkansas. And at that time, I knew that having my own premature baby with complications that I had to really focus on him. And so I had to change my plan. I had to change my whole career plan because my initial career plan was to, to work and stay in the practice and stay where we were living and continue and continue that practice. But we were given the opportunity to move home um, from Arkansas back to Tennessee. And so we took that opportunity and I stayed home with him for several months. And then I went back on a part-time basis and um, worked two long days so that I could be home with him the other days because he needed more attention than I would have expected a term healthy baby needs. So that's the plan just changed. And so since then, I've, I've tried to work part-time um, in raising him. He's doing great now. We went on to have a second baby and he's healthy, as you know, um, Eli. Um, I mean, I see you, I see you not only taking ownership for, you know, how are you going to, to care and parent for your children, which like you said, I think most parents would, would want to do that. But then I see you taking it to another level that how do I, then take what I've learned and the experiences that I've had so I can help other people, other families, other children that have gone through something like that. Absolutely. I, th I think it's incredibly important. And that's why I've started um, this business called Little Lambs Pediatric Consulting um, to be a resource to others. I do currently practice in a um, primary care pediatric clinic and I love it and I love being able to help the parents but I've just had a dream to be able to help more people um, and not necessarily prescribing or diagnosing but being able to educate and support them through their um, through their parenting whether it be from a healthy child that's just sick and you're not sure what to do with them or if you have a child with special needs learning challenges chronic illness and you need that support you need to understand their medical care I'm wondering, as you were going through some of these challenges, um, you know, having this this baby in the NICU, what, how did you manage your your mindset? So you like you you referred back to, you know, you you knew too much. Yeah. So how did you how did you what 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 did you do to to really try I guess to to stay positive and manage your mindset even though it was a pretty serious situation. Yeah. Um, faith, 
my faith, I would say, and I'm just staying focused on caring, you know, becoming a parent's hard enough. And then when you do it with trauma in the beginning with your very first one, um, it's, it's definitely a challenge. And, um, so I just, my faith is what kept me going. My family was there. My mother stayed with us. My husband was there and extended family. So parent, parental support was definitely huge, but I will say, I didn't feel like in the first few years of his life and some of the challenges we encountered, a lot of people around me understood. Um, and that's another reason why I want to be that support to people, as many people as I can be. I didn't feel like a lot of people understood what I was going through um, because at that point in time, he looked very healthy, but he, you know, had those challenges. So, um, so going forward, I just want to be able to support people. And everyone has a different story. Everyone has a kid with a different challenge, a different need. Um, so, but going through stuff with my own children, as well as being a nurse practitioner and having the knowledge, I want to be able to help others. Um, you know, as you, you knew going into this that that you wanted to be a nurse, and you said that you you knew this for quite um, you know for quite some time. Was there an experience in in your life beforehand that really gave you that aha moment to say? Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, well, as I said, I was born prematurely um, at 32 weeks back many years ago, and my family had told me about it, and they had told me a lot of stories, and I just always felt the calling to go into neonatal ICU and, and be able to work with premature babies. Yeah, I think you you are uniquely qualified, um, and you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Yeah. So I think your your personal story is uh, is really compelling. It just shows how, you know, your story weaves into uh, Caleb's story. And now you're, you know, branching out to to see how you can help other families. Tori, I'm going to jump right in here. So it's interesting to me that uh, somehow, you know, I feel like the universe conspires to, <laughs> to bring certain things, experiences um, into our life. And for you, it really does seem like it's been full circle, you know, starting out in this profession, having a premature birth yourself, um, being a baby uh, preemie yourself, um, then having, you know, um, a child and then going back and applying all of this back to your pr professional transformation. Um, did you ever feel like you were out of control at any point? Um, never out of control, but like, oh, I would say lonely, maybe uh -huh. sometimes. Um, but I wouldn't say ever out of control, just kind of one path led to another path and, yeah. and so on. So, yeah. Indeed. And how do you think like just the experiences that you went through from a personal perspective impacted, um, your professional transformation along the way? Like what specifically, you know, do you feel like um, really enabled you to look at it in a different way, address it in a different way, embrace it in a different way? I'm definitely able to um, relate to parents um, much differently than before. I used to always get this question when I worked in the NICU as a new wife and not a mother yet. And I would always get the question is, are you a mom yet? Are you a mom yet? You know, I had patients ask me time. And honestly, you don't know what they're going through until you become that mother. You really don't. You can be supportive. You can be an excellent 
healthcare provider, healthcare professional, but truly your heart doesn't know what they're going through until you've experienced it. So I would say having experienced that, I know what they're going through. And then having a child with challenges through the years, I know what those parents are going through. So when a mom comes in and she's just like, I don't know what to do. This is going on. And I just don't know what to do with them. I totally can relate. And I can bring her back <laughs> down to level zero and say, okay, we're going to start here and then go from here. And I can help you make it better. I can help you feel like you're not losing your mind. And um, so I can relate to people. I totally can relate to people. And I know through my journey, um, I would, like I said, I felt lonely at times because I didn't feel like people understood um, some of the challenges that I was facing and, and that he was facing as he was getting older and some of the things he's dealt with, some learning challenges. And I didn't feel like people understood. And you make it seem like it was just so easy you know, for you to, <laughs> to, to go through this, but having family myself um, that are, uh, you know, physicians, uh, but more specifically, you know, my brother-in-law is a maternal fetal um, medicine surgeon and my, my husband's an OBGYN. I, I know the kind of stress um, that uh, professional professionals, you know, in this field go through. And especially like in the fields of neonatal and NICU, um, there's so many factors from just a daily like job perspective that you're probably facing, right? You've got probably irregular hours, work-life balance issues. It's highly stressful because everything that's going on, um, physical demands, probably the emotional toll that it takes on you, you know, caring for patients in distress, uh, you have limited time, like in terms of how to react to things. And then just your overall like mental health, like juggling, you know, the demands of the job at hand while probably, you know, taking into account like what you're going through as a mother. I mean, we all have to, you know, think mm -hmm. about like even during our work day, right? Our personal lives, our families. Um, and for, for you, that probably came into play quite a bit. So mindset probably was very key. Uh, in all of this for you. Talk to us a little bit about the shifts you might have made um, as you were going through this and were there any tips or tricks that you leveraged to ensure that you had uh, a positive mindset? Like I said, I ended up after I had him, of course, I was off when he was in the NICU and then I was off for several months. And then I was on bed rest with my second son due to some complications related to the first delivery. Um, and so I tried to put my health first as far as that went to make sure, you know, that they got the be best care possible and that the second one came healthy and he came term. So I did do that. But since they've been born, I have tried to work part-time as possible initially when they were little, they're older now, but definitely worked part-time to help balance the challenges that I was being given so that I could balance and be a good provider and be there at work and, and be focused on my patients and not focused on what I had going on at home. Um, and so that would, I would say that was the biggest thing that I did um, is I just tried to find the right balance. And I think that's for any mom, no matter what your profession is. I think it's important when you become a mom to decide what works best for your family. Because not every mom can stay at home, but not every mom you know, wants to work full-time either. So it's you have to find the right balance. And not even about wanting to, it's honestly about 
are given this situation and you're like, oh, I've got to change my plan because I never planned to work part-time. I never not, you know, my plan was to work full-time and my kids went to childcare or, or whatever. But when you are faced with a situation like that, a child with challenges, whatever it may be, if say you have a child born with spina bifida or you have a child born with whatever it may be, those are just a couple of examples, or um, autism, you don't plan on that happening, but you have to readjust your your career plans to provide for that child. And I would say that's what I did. That's great. That's great. And it sounds like, again, you know, you were effectively able to navigate the many challenges that um, not only an individual like yourself in your situation faces, but some of the general things that um, all of us mothers um, and and even sometimes fathers, right, uh, face in terms of having work-life balance. Are there any tools that you leaned on or any people that you leaned on as you were going through this journey that you felt like were useful uh, for you? My husband, of course. Um, my church family was huge. When my kids were little, we lived in at home. We lived in Tennessee. Now we live in Texas. And so I don't have family here, which is challenging, but we just, we make it work. So heavily rely on my husband and um, I would say when the kids were little, my family, and then now that they're older and we don't live around family, I would say um, it's really just us. <laughs> So it's, you know, but you just have to find your circle and find your people, um, definitely. And I would say your medical professionals too, finding, I've, I've used people through that as well, and whether it be occupational therapists when he was little and needed that. Um, speech therapy is also a resource. Counseling is a resource for people that are going through this. Um, so I'd say there, there's a lot of resources out there. So we know that you've recently launched a business yourself and yeah. that can be quite challenging while you're undergoing, you know, a personal and professional transformation because it can be very complex and uh, a challenging endeavor. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, um, about your business and yeah. what, what the purpose behind it really was. I think for me, the reason I, on my heart, Little Lambs Pediatric Consulting, um, I have decided to launch. I just launched it uh, about a month ago, and um, it's just been on my heart for a long time. I think education is incredibly important um, for families, and I know when I was going through a journey with my son initially and some things, we weren't sure what was going on, I didn't have a lot of support, and I felt like... I would, I would be told, well, he's just a bully and he's just busy and, you know, things like that. And, and so I just didn't feel like I had a lot of support. And even in my practice now, I feel like parents just need a lot of education um, and support. And so I just felt like there isn't really anything out here like this. Um, there's a lot of nurse coaches out there, but I haven't really seen anything with pediatrics. And so I just felt called to um, start this business so that I can be a resource and a support to more people. And so what it is, I'm not prescribing, I'm not diagnosing, and a lot of people get confused by that because they're like, well, she's a nurse practitioner, she can write prescriptions. I can write prescriptions in um, the state that I live in um, and that I practice in, 
but this is different. This is nurse education and I am available in 38 states. So I'm able to do that in 38 states and it's listed on my website, which states I, I cannot see people in. And what I'll be doing is it's on a telehealth. And so you can and see me through um, a Zoom call. And if your child has any challenges, whatever it could be, you have a newborn and you're a new parent and you do not know what to expect with this new baby, but don't feel like you can call your pediatrician, you can call me. Love it. And I especially love your book title, Unexpected Blessings, because I think um, you're right, you know, it's... Um, there are a lot of positive events or outcomes that can occur in all of our lives, right? And some maybe not so much without any kind of prior anticipation or or planning. And sometimes they can be seen as fortunate or unfortunate. And I love that you've taken that, um, you know, um, to be the 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 former, which is fortunate. And um, it seems like it's brought in a lot of joy, um, gratitude, uh, just growth, you know, both personally and professionally for you. Um, so that's really, really cool um, to be able to, um, to have that, you know. Uh, and uh, I think uh, your story just is, is, um, is very special. Uh, and it's really, really cool how you've taken, again, those experiences to now Thank build you. something, <laughs> of course, to build something uh, to help others. So we wish you a lot of a luck, you know, um, and I think um, anyone that is fortunate enough to, to use you as, as a coach um, can be sure that they're going to get um, the best. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for joining us today um, to share your incredible story. We'd say you definitely have the Como Factor. Thank you for listening to the Como Factor podcast today. We hope you got something out of our time together. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please follow us on social media, share it with your community and give us a like. That's all for today. And until next time, don't forget, that you've got the Como Factor.